Welcome to Thinking Outside the Soil with your host, Shani Alfalfa Seed, where we get to talk story and touch on topics about hydroponics and the farmers who grow the crops and creatures we need to eat. Good morning, good morning, and hello from Blooming Health Farms. Thank you for being with me on this beautiful morning. I am helping out our new farmers, Ethan and Shay, with a few morning chores, so it's great to be out of the city before the sun is up. It's pretty great when you get to start the day before the sun does. So thank you if you happen to be listening before the sun rises, wherever you may be. Today I wanted to talk about how we are sprouting for chicks, or baby chickens, that is. You know, when we originally started sprouting and feeding it out, we had adult hens, hens that were laying eggs. But it wasn't until recently that I started to feed sprouts to the little ones. Now, I know that chicks have to eat something different than adults, so I had to go along this process of figuring out what sprouts were appropriate for my chickens. And the biggest differences that are uh, to be considered are the protein and the calcium. For the most part, chicks need a higher protein and they don't need that calcium that's in the layer feed. So I was asking myself, what if we could make a sprouting mix just for chicks that could also allow a farmer to control their feed costs? But real quick, since I got you, if you could be so kind as to leave a review and let me know what you've enjoyed so far or what you might like to hear down the line. And don't forget to let others know why they should stick around as well. A couple months ago, I had a farmer visiting one day. He's a friend of our chairman of our board and he lives in Michigan. And he wanted to come by and see this greenhouse that we're designing. And he was curious about the sprouts that I was making. And when he walked into the chicken area, he literally stopped in mid-sentence and his jaw dropped. And he just looked at a couple of them. He goes, wow, that is a fat, healthy girl right there. And then he started to joke that he was going to steal a few of mine. And I took that as an overwhelming compliment and he started asking me a bunch of questions. So I showed him our sprouting process. And when he walked in there, he immediately recognized what we were doing, but in a different way. And it was pretty interesting to see him in his element. He walks into our indoor aquaponics where we're sprouting and he goes, is that barley I smell? You know, I I take uh, malted barley and some other grains sometimes, and I use them to make this compost tea for my pot plants. Uh, Just a side note, this gentleman is a prolific cannabis grower in Michigan for the medical marijuana industry, and he does quite well. And then he went on to uh, essentially tell me that he gets these amazing flowers and these amazing yields when he adds in this compost tea and then he asked me uh, what was in my sprouts and I bit my tongue a bit because it's still a proprietary, uh, proprietary mix 
but I started to elucidate some of the things that I had done and he gave me a list of brains and seeds that he ideally would want to sprout and then turn into a compost tea because the biodiversity of all of the different seeds would give this enzyme profile that would just be even better than what he was doing. And what was interesting is as we were talking about this, he was just raving about the possibilities and the potentials of a product that I could make. And then he went on to explain to me that there is an industry that actually does make compost tea out of sprouted malted grains. However, uh, most people that do that end up finding themselves at the local brew store, at the local stores where they can buy supplies to make beer, and they just end up buying malted barley from the store instead. It is simpler and easier for them to just take the malted barley and do it themselves with that. He explained to me it's a bit of that uh, 80-20 rule where if you can get about 80% of it right, you're, you're uh, sorry, if you can get about 20% of it right, you're going to get 80% uh, results. And so he said to me, it would just be beneficial if uh, we could figure out something different. After he left, I took some of our sprouts and then I, uh, I dried them and malted them. And I made a test product of that chicken blend and was going to give it to him before he left for back home. But unfortunately, I didn't get the product to him in time. And so I threw it in a mill and ground it up as fine as I could. I made a mash out of it and fed it out to our chicks. And it was amazing. I mean, as I was malting this and uh, then after I started to mill it, you would have thought something was awry when it smelled like a brewery in here. Especially as someone who's a former alcoholic, you might be curious what's going on in there. But I made this amazing product and we now have a formula for our chicks and a tentative process for the production of a chick sprout or a sprouted chick blend for us and it's nice that we're able to rely on our experience and the giants of industry that came before us to figure this out you know molting is as old as time so we are really excited to expand when we are ready you know our chicks are huge for only eight weeks time their feathers shine in the sun so beautifully and uh the biggest takeaway is that we're spending the same on feed as we did with our adult hens which means we're controlling our cost and spending less than we would if we weren't sprouting now as we've been talking about the things that we've been doing and i have shared in previous episodes how others have seen we're, how we're taking care of chicks and how i'm caring for these girls and they've been just giving me hatchings and hens to take care of and i'm grateful because i found a way to get chicks the nutrition they need without having to supplement with all this medicated feed or vitamin that the feed is akin to what nature would provide with a little help from 
mankind, of course. So I found a way to sprout even more efficiently than we do now, and we will share more with that once we can scale. But that is all I have for you today. If you want to know more about what is going on with the hydroponic fodder world, check out our previous episodes and head over to thinkingoutsidethesoil.com and check out my book. It shows you how farmers are saving water, improving livestock quality, and becoming better stewards. So get yourself a copy and don't miss out on becoming part of this next agricultural revolution. Thank you for being with me on today's show and join us again on another episode of Thinking Outside the Soil. Take care and have a lovely day. Hey, before you go, check out the links below. And if you'd be so kind as to leave a rating and review and follow the show. For those with feathered friends, don't forget to get yourself some of our Blooming Health Farms Chicken Blend Sprouting Mix. This supplemental mix has been shown to give you some of the best eggs with the yummiest yolks. You'll have happy, healthy hens that abandon the feeder and give you eggs with high levels of vitamin A and omega fatty acids. So don't forget to get yourself some Blooming Health Farms chicken blend sprouting mix.